Welcome back to the Black Mental Health Matters podcast. This is Michelle Gordon, your host. I hope everyone is having a great afternoon in the D.C. metro area. We're about 70 degrees. Feels great outside. I was able to get out, walk the dog, enjoy the good weather, do some people watching, and it felt really good to just be outside and enjoy the good weather, this nice spring weather that we're having. So today's episode is going to talk about finding the perfect mental health therapist. There are a couple of things that I consider when looking for a mental health therapist. I'm currently looking for a new therapist right now because I am dealing with a lot of stress, a lot of things on my plate. I've got a full-time job. I'm working a, I'm looking for a part-time job. I'm trying to be consistent with the podcast and the efforts that I'm putting in to Black Mental Health Matters. I'm also still taking classes. I'm on a little bit of a hiatus from school right now, but I'm most likely going to go back next semester. And then there's my home life, my family, the things and responsibilities that I have outside of everything that I do. It's getting a little bit overwhelming. It's a little stressful. So I think it's time for me to find someone to talk to. So I wrote down a couple of things that I need to consider in order to find that perfect therapist. Hopefully these these questions, these items can help you in your search for the perfect therapist. So the first thing that I want to consider when looking for that perfect therapist is what is my goal? What do I want to work on? What do I feel I need support in at this time? So like I stated earlier, I want to work on stress, anxiety, and feelings of being overwhelmed because I'm juggling a lot of things in my life, which causes some anxiety, some difficulty with sleeping, some nervousness, some fear of being unsuccessful. And I've realized within myself, it's time to talk to someone. So you always want to find your goal. When you go into therapy, you want to know your goal, what you're there for. Or if you don't know what you're there for, you're just going to be sitting around having conversations with this therapist and not really working on what you want to work on. The next thing to consider when seeking out a therapist is how far away are they from you? Are you going to use a a physical location? Are you going to meet a therapist by Skype? Are you going to text with a therapist? For me, I've tried the therapy sessions that are in the app and it just didn't work for me. I didn't feel connected. I didn't feel like I was building rapport with this individual. She was really nice. Don't get me wrong. I just really didn't feel like we were connecting and it didn't work out for me. Um, As far as a therapist, I am looking for one that is local to me that's no more than 15 minutes away from my area and not in the direction of heavy rush hour traffic. And Northern Virginia traffic is terrible. It can take you an hour to get 25 miles on a bad day. If it's raining, it could be an hour and a half or more. So I'm looking for a therapist that's pretty close that I don't have to get on a highway. She's in my, he or she is in my local area and I don't have to deal with rush hour traffic with Another thing to piggyback off of that, I need a therapist that has evening and weekend hours because I work during the day, so I'm unable 
to see a therapist during work hours. That may work for some people if you have different shifts or if you're not currently working right now. But for me, I need someone I can meet in my local area who works in the evenings and on the weekends. Another thing that's important when looking for a therapist is their counseling orientation, their theoretical orientation. What is their specialty? How do they counsel? I like the intervention cognitive behavioral therapy. That's just one of many different approaches to counseling. I enjoy that that intervention because that's an intervention that I've used to support criminal offenders, substance abuse, substance abusing individuals and individuals struggling with mental health. I've used cognitive behavioral interventions. This is a approach that supports the client in changing the way they think, changing their mindset to improve their lives and their functioning. I struggle with anxiety. A lot of that is intrusive thoughts, not being able to sleep, having unwarranted fears. So for me, cognitive behavioral therapy works for me. It is an approach that helps me to challenge those unwarranted fears and to challenge those intrusive thoughts and recognize that they they have no merit and I need to change those mindsets in order to be comfortable and to be successful. There are a number of counseling orientations out there that um, do things such as open chair therapy and psychoanalytic therapy, EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization. That's good for individuals that have PTSD, where you kind of go through desensitizing yourself from the traumatic events. It's really good. It really works with PTSD, like I said. But for me, cognitive intervention, cognitive behavioral interventions work. If you want additional information on what the different approaches are to counseling, you can always hit me up on Anchor or you can go to the website, blackmentalhealth.org, and I can send you some additional information about counseling orientations. Another thing to consider, something I consider, gender and ethnicity of my therapist. For me, I am more comfortable being vulnerable and transparent with a female as opposed to a male therapist. There is nothing wrong with male therapists. I just feel more comfortable with a female therapist for a number of reasons, which as the podcast goes on, I'll explain those things to you, why I feel more comfortable with a female therapist as opposed to a male therapist. I feel that female therapists are, I feel like females are nurturing. Females are empathetic. Not saying that males are not nurturing and empathetic empathetic. I just feel it comes off a little bit differently from a female as opposed to a male. Also, you want to consider what ethnicity do you want to work with? For me, my personal experience, I have done better with therapists who are people of color due to shared experiences, shared cultures, cultural sensitivity, understanding the plight of people of color in this country, being culturally competent, that works better for me. I would not be comfortable with a therapist that didn't understand that, for example, police brutality against black people is a thing. A therapist that doesn't understand that black lives matters. And a therapist that believes that 
you know, this current administration is doing the very best that they can do for this country. I can't communicate with that person. I can't be vulnerable with that person. I can't, I can't be transparent with that person. I would never be comfortable and safe with a therapist that was not a person of color and had views that were significantly different from my own views. Another thing you want to consider when looking for that perfect therapist is the cost. Can you afford therapy? Do you have health insurance that covers therapy sessions? If you're a private pay and you have to take care of this, self, this yourself, how much can you commit each week or each month to your mental health needs? Those are things that are really important because you can be ready to go with therapy. Find that perfect therapist. And then if you can't afford it, or it doesn't fit your budget, then you've lost the benefit of that perfect person. So you want to look at the cost. One thing, one program that I always talk about is Open Path Collective. Open Path Collective is a consortium of mental health therapists who are reducing their costs in order to serve the community who would not necessarily get mental health therapy services. It's a great program. You can also look up free clinics, free mental health clinics in your neighborhood. Or you can go through your health insurance if that's something that you have. Many employers have an employee assistance program that can refer you to the therapist that you are looking for. And last but not least, the last thing that I think about when looking for that perfect therapist is, when will I know when I'm good? When will I know that I no longer need this or I can reduce the number of sessions that I am receiving from this therapist? What milestone will I reach to know, okay, this is time to maybe cut back or it's time to continue? When will I know that I'm good? For me, I will know when I'm good, when I'm able to get back into a routine of being able to fall asleep, not having insomnia, not feeling overwhelmed by the day's activities, having a good work-life balance, and just being comfortable in my skin and Everything in my life is moving in a in a fashion that is conducive to me being happy and content. That's when I will know when therapy is no longer necessary or I can cut back on my therapy sessions. Those things are different for everyone. Some people may feel like they don't need any more therapy services after two or three months. You just know you're in it for this amount of time and you're out of it. Whatever it is that you decide, it's it's all good. It's for you and it makes sense to you. But for me, when I can get my life work-life balance back, I will know that mental health services are no longer needed or I can cut back on the number of sessions that I undertake. So I hope this was helpful. I hope um, you can find your perfect therapist because I'm currently looking for mine. And if you need any help, definitely reach out to me at www.blackmentalhealth.org. Got a new website up and running. You can reach me by email, but the best way is to hit me up on the website, blackmentalhealth.org, and there are various contact methods on that website. You can leave a message, you can text me, you can call me, you can email me, whatever is more comfortable for you. I'm here for you, I'm here to support you. Thank you and have a great rest of your afternoon.